This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hi everyone, you're listening to Thoughts and Theories on ORFM, where I'll delve deeper into the meanings and messages of films, books, TV shows, and more. I'm Asha Amaasri, and let's get into it. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Thoughts and Theories. Today I have a special guest with me today, um, if she would like to introduce herself. Hi, I'm Caitlin Marsh, I'm 17 years old, I go to Otago Girls High School where I'm the Deputy Head Prefect, and today we're going to have a wee chat about High School Musical, which is one of my all-time favourite movie series. Awesome, lovely. I feel like I haven't seen that film in a really, really long time. When was the last time I saw it? Probably, I was like seven. Yeah. I don't know, probably. Um, so why do you like this movie so much, you reckon? I'm a sucker for a good love story. One that has lots of music in it is always my favourite. The sort of films that just make you feel good. Fair enough. Um, I think I remember as well, Ataka Girls did this cool production on that movie as well was it like it was 2017 or something did you ever watch that I didn't get to I really wanted to come see it but my sister who was at school at the time went and saw it and told me it was absolutely amazing yeah oh my god like I remember one of the cast members was like you know waxing poetry about it because they just had such a fun time with the cast and crew and it was just it was amazing because they chose a really good um movie high school musical is one of those things that you can just talk about Forever. Didn't they make a remake of it in like on Disney Channel recently? Yeah, by the sounds of it, they made a series. I think they're up to season three maybe at the moment. I've seen a couple of them, but they seem pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I always laugh at the title because it's, I think, High School Musical The Musical. And <laughs> it's also a bit repetitive. Um, but what, what could they possibly talk about though? Like, just because... Isn't it just about, like, the nerd... No, the theatre nerd, um, the basketball player, and it's, like, you know, in the stereotypical cliques and, you know, mixing together. You know, we all belong together. Can you really milk that for three seasons? I wouldn't have a clue. I feel like it's one of those things that... It's your stereotypical type of cliques, like you said, and you can just have so many different storylines out of it. Yeah, true. (laughs) Um, I don't know. So you said there were three movies. I think I've probably watched the second one. Probably. Uh, I don't really remember the plot. But um, out of the three, what's your favourite and why? It's got to be the third one. I I don't know. It's always been my feel-good movie. Oh, yeah? If you're sad, you go to that one. It just makes you feel so much better. Um, I think it's because of the love story. You get the characters more and more into each other the whole time. Um, and in that third movie, it's like the end of the build-up in their relationship. And it's like them finishing high school. So it feels quite relatable at this time as well because we're uh, yeah, getting yeah. to our 
into their high school years. Um, so what is the plot for the third movie? So at this point, are Gabriella and um, Troy dating still? Yes, they're still together. I feel like in every movie they have a little upset though and they're like not together but they're back together again. But um, isn't it like sort of a reflection of reality too? Like of course, definitely. Relationships aren't always just stagnant. They're always, there isn't always just good times. Yeah. There's going to be bad times too. Definitely. And in the third movie, they're putting on their production for their senior prom, if you will. So their senior wee dance, <laughs> um, which they all seem super excited about. But Gabriella gets an early entrance scholarship to her college and moves away before they can do it and so Troy being the typical main character moment (laughs) that he gets um he drives all the way to her because she's super far away where she's moved and goes and gets her and brings her back to do the production at the end of it and yeah they all get together again it's great oh that's nice but what about her education like did she miss any classes or by the sounds of it, they drove in the middle of the night to come back. So she did her, like, early entrance thing. They came back and they did this performance and then they left again. Oh, okay. So she managed to get both. Yeah. Oh, best, that's nice. best of both worlds. That's nice, yeah. <laughs> I think I, what, what I really liked about the first movie was, I guess, just the message about it um, was, you know, like, you don't just belong to one group yeah. like you just because you're good at something doesn't mean that you belong exclusively to that group right? yeah definitely like gabrielle um is it gabrielle or gabriella gabriella she's she was really good at math right mm. yeah. yeah um but then like she was really good at singing turns out she's like good at and she had to pick between the two and it's just like girl you can do both exactly like, yeah um but that also talk about like how we are in real life we're like really mm. complex complicated people definitely though sometimes life would be simpler if we just <laughs> <laughs> stuck to one pathway. yeah just like had a one-track mind yeah but would simple be better i don't i don't I think so yeah. i i lead a very busy life i'd like to think that i have a best of everything yeah. like they do in the movie so I, I don't know it feels quite relatable to yeah. me yeah like because Usually, just because it's simple, it doesn't mean it's good at, like, in a way that it's going to be so boring. Like, just <laughs> Definitely. military life. No offense to the military, but, like, strong military. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. I don't think I can do it. Like, my I life without um, the arts is probably just so boring. Like, I'd be so much sadder than I already am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the exact same. Oh, just music in general makes me happy. And then playing sports is giving you the whole different side of everything. And so you get a mix of everything. And then your schoolwork and your day-to-day oh, life. Fair. Oh, my God. It's because there's a lot of it. Yeah. Um, actually, give us, uh, if you don't mind, uh, would you like to tell us a little bit, hint, a hint of your, I guess, day-to-day life. So what stuff are you sort of involved in? So alongside schoolwork, there's kapaka and choir. I'm in the senior A netball team and the senior A volleyball team. I'm also in the school production this year, which is super exciting, and I'm Amazing. so excited. I'm so glad you're in it. Oh, God. Oh, I've, yeah. I've been waiting, waiting for a time that I've been able to commit to it fully, and this year's the year, my, my last year. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm super excited about that. Plus, I do part-time work as a waitress, um, which is a bit of extra on top of that, but earning money for when I go to study yes, um, at uni next year, but... Yeah, bit of everything. Oh my god, you have Could such a busy life. How do you keep 
How do you keep so positive all the time? I feel like every time I see you, you always have a smile on your face. For me, if I had that amount of workload, I, you would just be, you would see me frowning all the time. I'm like, I hate life. Well, the best time to do it is music and listening to music while I study or singing songs or while I go for a run, which isn't super often, <laughs> listening to music or just staying positive by doing the things you enjoy. If you lose your passion for something, you're not going to have fun doing it and you're not going to end up with a smile on your face that all the time. That is amazing. I love it. That should be like written on a wall. Like that is quote. Do things you love. Yeah, just do things. It probably is written on a wall. Somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. But, like, yeah. but um, I don't know. It's it's just, it's quite difficult, I think, for me because, uh, well, not just for me. I think just for people in general. It's so It's so easy to get caught up on the negative things in life and the things that make you so busy that you sort of forget about the positive things that's going on around you yeah definitely. and we just gotta take you know take the time remind ourselves that you know we don't actually suck as much as we think we do <laughs> we probably suck exactly. less yeah hopefully <laughs> no definitely but i yeah. couldn't agree more i think but that's one of the good things about like feel good movies such as this though, mm. right because um it's one of the ways that we can sort of relax and not use our brain for yeah. once yeah, so people people um, dog on it quite a lot, saying, oh, you're doing nothing but sit on your butt and just watching movies and stuff like that. But in a way, it's not that. It's quite, it's much more therapeutic, you know, because yeah. everyone deals with their own stresses in their own ways. Um, and it, it just so happens that some of us like to watch movies on in their downtime. Exactly. Yeah. Love a good musical. Yeah. Love listening to things that just take your mind off everything else you're supposed yeah. to be doing. That's true. I mean, how, how do you deal with your stress? I like to have a good bath and listen to music or read a book and just chill for a little bit or take whatever time I have to just sit and do nothing for right. like an hour or so. Okay. Um, other things that really help me is organizing things. <laughs> so if there's some things in my life that I can't control, like a test has gone bad or there's like so much homework piling up, I go, all right, I will make a list of everything I have to do. And I'll put in my calendar all the due dates and everything else I've got going on and just sort it out and make it make sense. So I just, I like to keep organized. I like to know what I have to do when I have to do it. It It does sound satisfying though to write everything down and then put them in the separate categories. And highlight them when you've done them. (laughs) I love highlighting things or crossing them out. Oh, it's great. For me, it's... um, if I uh, like, I like to just scrunch up the paper and just mm. throw it out or like rip it once I'm done. Just because just get rid of it. It's like just such a strong catharsis feeling for me, oh, and it's great. like yeah, it's it's really good. Though I don't do it often because my mind is cluttered. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I think personally, though, uh, for me, it's reading. I think because mm. I like to escape reality for a little oh, bit. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a, it's the same way for movies as well. I have been reading a new series at the moment. I've been started. I have started the Bridgerton series. Is it good? I heard a lot of it things. It is about it. amazing. The books are better than the TV show. It's always oh, like that, though. To be fair, a hundred percent. It's always better. But yeah, good book, good movie. Makes you feel good. I mean, one more on the topic. I I have been wanting to read this one book called The Essex Serpent. Yeah. Um. They recently made a mini series about it. 
Um, and that's actually what drew my drew my attention to it. A lot of people were saying that the series was really good, but there were also those few who were like, "Oh, but the book, you know, showed a little bit better." And I just want to I want to read the book first before I watch the series. I'm mainly I'm mainly watching the series because I really like the actor in it. Yeah. Um, but I I really want to read the book, so I might um, update you once. I you have to. Do. Yeah. I've never heard of it before, but. Got me hooked. Maybe I'll have to as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, but, like, back to High School Musical, though, I think one of the things, um, if you had to talk about one of the negatives of the film, like, what is one thing that kind of catches your eye that makes you go, like, oh, that, I don't know about that, every time you watch it? I learned a new thing a couple of months ago about the movies. And re-watching them recently, I've realised that it's so, so obvious they dubbed the vocals with other singers the whole way through the movies. Wait, what? So, for example, Zac Efron yep. plays Troy Bolton. Looks great. Plays the part amazingly. He doesn't sing at all in the first movie. He doesn't? No. He did not know that. He sings in the second one and the third one because they said his voice wasn't mature enough for the first one. Oh, okay. So, as he got older, he sang the second and third, but sang nothing in the first. And in... Some of Gabriella's songs, she'll be singing, going on, sounds great, and then she can't hit the low notes, so a different singer gets dubbed over top of her to sing the low part. Oh my god. And, like, it's so funny because, obviously, nowadays, if that were to happen, in, like, a movie, they'd try and make it not very obvious, or they'd have one person singing constantly throughout. But you can tell where they've separated the vocals between people, and, like... As a kid watching the movie, yeah. you would have never noticed it happening. Yeah, true. And then now I look back on it and go, oh, it's so funny. I never knew you weren't I, singing those that's lines. That's actually hilarious, though. Like, you should do, like, a game where it's, like, um, I don't know, take a shot every time. <laughs> every time you hear someone who's not so if you're wasted the by the end. Oh, 100%, yeah, no, 100% would be wasted. Oh, it. It just blew my mind. It's crazy. I think that's one of the things I love or and hate about watching um, movies or like listening or you know noticing things from the past, right? Like past media. Looking back and it's just like that's actually some shoddy quality. Exactly. <laughs> like I can't believe I didn't notice it. And yeah. then you compare the quality to nowadays, and then you're just gonna think like in fifty years' time, our kids are gonna be like that's some shoddy quality. Exactly. Yeah. And like maybe one of the reasons why the third movie's more my favorite than the other ones is because of how much better the quality is. Right. Yeah. Like in the first one, it looks like it's been edited almost on iMovie. You've got little <laughs> scenes that fade into the next one. It gives like um independent movie vibes. Yes, right? definitely. Yeah. But it's just so funny because you're like early 2000s movie comes out every everyone still watches it still a classic but horrible quality (laughs) and then the ones that are further on um like the third one um high school musical senior year it's just completely different completely changed looking at it you see how much clearer you can see the people the like actual quality of like pixels and stuff on the screen but also how much more authentic their voices sound because yeah. there's not as much auto tune and all that jazz. It's and it's we also, so funny. Like we also see um, how much the actors have grown as people because, oh, like, like yeah. you said, that they were quite early in their career, right, mm-hmm. in the beginning. And plus, High School Musical one being such a classic, obviously when they made the third and uh, the second and third one, they had a much bigger budget mm-hmm. and a whole lot more expectations. So um, 
therefore like they had the money to make the quality better and the actors obviously grew up really fine <laughs> sure did Zach Efron's looking good looking really fine out there um but yeah and it's just I think it's really great to grow up with one of these things because you can um growing up alongside a tv show is always or like some sort of media is always so fun because you it's just the definition of your childhood Mm -hmm. you know and it changes and grows as you change and grow Mm, and I just think that's just so beautiful in its own way oh 100% I I love being able to see how much they've changed like one of the things I noticed re-watching them was how bad the haircuts were in the first movie (laughs) and like for example Zac Efron's got the long locks and they're all shaggy and he looks like he's just been like all messed up with his hair and then the third one He's still got the same sort of like shaggy look, but it's because he's like sweaty in the middle of a basketball game. And you're like, that looks hot. In the first movie, you look so young. <laughs> and you're, it's, it's so crazy, like, just to think about it. But it's, yeah, it's so cool to see them be able to grow up and change and you feel the same as you go through watching them as well. And there's also like, uh, you notice like the fashion statements change as well. Like, because like, oh, yeah. that was definitely early 2000s vibe fashion. And then um, when did the third movie come out? I want to say it came out early 2010s, maybe about yeah. 2000. So maybe the fashion didn't change much, but still changed mm-hmm. enough for it to be really noticeable. I know there are lots of memes about Ashley Tisdale, who plays Sharpay, oh, yeah. on the red carpet because she's got a skirt that's over top of jeans and one of those long t-shirts that's like oh, untucked yeah, and it's that. got so many layers yeah. and like feather boa and all this <laughs> stuff. And you're like... When was that ever a trend? But she's like at the premiere of this movie or something and just looks (laughs) absolutely insane. Like, it is so funny. You know, I have a certain respect for that, though. Like, even though it's obviously not, like, majority of the people's style. Mm. If she had, like, a specific style that is completely hers, right? And she wanted to show that off and had the confidence, too. Like, snaps. Like, go for it, girl. It gives, like olden day Harry Styles vibes almost because of his <laughs> amazing style that he has right. and how he wears all his flared pants and cool tops and all his like um, spenders and pants from his last tour. It gives the same sort of vibe. Like you've got your own style that right. you wear and people know you for that. And it's like really iconic, right? It's like how um, like Lin-Manuel Miranda, right? You know mm-hmm. how like he writes his own stuff and yep. um you sort of he's got a certain style to his writing yeah that as soon as you hear it or read it it's just like yeah um he definitely wrote that part. yeah the same that. goes yeah. for me with Ed Sheeran he's got quite a distinct writing style I feel because mm. I yeah. listen to quite a bit of his music because I was listening to a song a, <laughs> a song by Sean Mendes the other day and I went this sounds like an Ed Sheeran song like it really does and I searched it up and it was written by Ed Sheeran and you go I think the majority of the songs are written by Ed Sheeran. Oh, probably. Like, yeah, like, he's so big. I remember, I think I first heard about Ed Sheeran um, when he sang the song Fire for the, is it The Hobbit? Or was it? Like, Game of Thrones. I get confused between Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones. I've never seen any of that. That type of area. And it got super, super big from there. Yeah. He's just amazing. Love his music. Yeah, he's great. I think he's just uh, a bit overplayed now. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, he's like it doesn't take away from his talent, of course, but it's just that I don't want to listen to you any longer. <laughs> yeah, that's why I probably prefer his more unique songs that aren't super overplayed on the radio, like Perfect or Thinking Out Loud. Like they're great, great songs. But honestly, Perfect though is 
perfect. Like it's it just is. It's, it's so amazing. romantic. Oh, oh my god! That. Like I love, I love those types of songs that makes you feel emotional, like that yeah. brings genuine emotions outside of your being, and it makes me want to cry oh, in a good way. I feel that. I feel yeah, it. like for example, um, the song "Beautiful and White." I know it's a wedding song technically. I don't know if I've ever heard that. You need to take a listen to it because, like, if you really listen to the lyrics, it's just. Because if, if you're in a relationship or anything like that, it really takes you down memory lane. Like oh. I'm not in a relationship. I'm single as a Pringle. I'm not. And, either. It, and it takes me. It takes me down memory lane that doesn't even exist. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's so good. Oh, yeah. it's so cool. Yeah, I just love those sort of songs that bring out like the raw emotion, the ones that make you feel some sort of way. Like even with the High School Musical soundtrack, it takes me back to times when I was a kid, and yeah. I go, "Wow, I remember." being such and such years old and doing this and I was like I don't think about that on a yeah. daily basis and then I listen to the music and go oh takes there me back yeah it unlocks memories that you did, you forgot were even there mm. yeah and um it's like it's sort of like you know how um the way I like to say you know how like a record player um in the I don't know what it's called the disc the thing the like record yeah, you know itself how, yeah it it's what it's called record. yeah Obviously, <laughs> but um, you know how they ingrain it, right? Inside? Yeah, and it's, it's like, how like in, bridges. The way I like to think, it, uh, think about it is songs of our childhood. It's like our memories are engraved in the very tune and lyrics of a song. Yeah, and you, we sort of forget about it, but then you listen to it, and then it just like a record player, it just plays. Back it comes you. back, and it's like, wow! I remember listening to this song when I was such and such, yeah. and it's just. It, it's always the best feeling. Oh, yeah. 100%. Especially, like, the ones that make you feel really good. They take you back to happy memories. But there's also, like, sad ones as well. Yeah. There's songs that take you back to times where you're like, oh, I was not doing very well. But you listen to them now and go, wow, I've made so much progress. So true. And I feel yeah. like I'm a completely different person. But listening to it again, you're like, I was in that place, probably not doing my best. And now look at me. I'm, like, doing so much better. Yeah. But it's just, it's amazing, I think, how much we can go go through in, like, such a short period of time. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I feel like as we grow older, our concept of time changes, and it's just, like, it goes faster in oh, time. a hundred percent. Like, can you believe that we're graduating this year? No. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. I still feel like a, like, tiny little year eight who doesn't know anything about life, because I don't know anything about I life. I feel the exact same. And people are expecting us to get a job go to university oh god pressure <laughs> yeah and it's like oh i don't i don't know what to do with that it's it's a lot to think about it, it is it's, so so much and it's like you can't even not think about it because you have to apply for universities <laughs> yeah because like applications are yeah, open and now I'm and i'm like, going oh my god yeah no way it's a bit insane but no time definitely goes a lot faster because i'm the sort of person who has an obsession about christmas Oh, yeah? And love it so much. <laughs> I've got matching Christmas pajamas with my sister, and I have been told by my family I can't start listening to Christmas songs until the 1st of November, because <laughs> I would start in September oh 100%. God. I'm one of those people, I know. Amazing, amazing. Um, but, like, the concept of time, recently especially, like, one minute it'll be Christmas, and I'll be like, oh, wow, it's two months till Christmas again. And I was like, where did the whole year go? Right, yeah. Because, like, obviously there's things you look forward to and you go, oh, I'm so excited for this to happen. And then it comes around and it happens and you're like, oh, well, on to the next thing. Or it's like, now what? What do I do now? Exactly. (laughs) And, like, Christmas itself is, like, my favourite thing ever. So every year I look forward to it and it just comes around so much faster as you get older. Yeah, yeah. But, I don't know, losing track of all the time. Yeah, it's like... 
It's like when you do go through your day to day life. It's like, oh, I have uh, I don't know some. I have like math next period yeah. or something, and it's just like I hate it. The class goes so slow, and then you blink, and year has gone by, and it's, it's like crazy because so it's it's a mixture of things going so slow yet so fast because mm-hmm. I think it's the repetition, the mundaneness of mm-hmm. reality. Um, another thing about growing up is like our comprehension, right? Like, cause, yeah. uh, like we now know, um, like illusions, like subtle, the subtlety, the read between the lines and things like that. And one of the things when watching old movies is the amount of jokes that the writers slip in yeah. that you never notice as a kid. Yeah. Like if you watch any childhood movie, I guarantee you there's probably like five adult jokes in there. Exactly. Yeah. And you would never have noticed them and as it's a kid. just hilarious. Yeah. Um, I actually learned a couple months ago as well that Chad, the character in High School Musical, has all these different t-shirts and they're all like plain colour t-shirts that have like a joke or like a line on them and they're all supposed to be like quirky little funny jokes and I'd never noticed them as a kid and then going back through and watching it, you're like, oh, well, that's actually quite funny. Or like, (laughs) why do you have that on your t-shirt? Like they're all the randomest things. And it just makes you laugh and you pick up on little things through the movie. I like to think of it as tired parent writers, mm-hmm. right? Writing about it and it's just like, oh God, I've got to make this bearable for that one parent who's probably watching this with their kid for the 25th time. Yeah. So I got to write this in for the, for the parent, right? For the sake of the parent. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, honestly, that's amazing. It's just so, so good. And it adds another dimension to the movie that you thought you knew so well as mm-hmm. a kid, right? And you would know line for line, but you would have absolutely no idea what it meant. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's so funny. Or sometimes, um, not necessarily, like, dirty jokes, but, like, the dark jokes. Like, yeah. yeah for example, have you seen um, Shrek, I think, Happily Ever After? I've seen so many different versions of Shrek. Yeah. I don't know yeah, which one's it's, worse. It's the one where, um, or is it the first one, actually? I think it's the first Shrek, mm-hmm. sorry. Um, and, you know, he goes to save Fiona and stuff like that. Yeah. You know how, like, um, they're, you know, trying to push the different fairy tale creatures out of the place and, like, yeah. capturing them? And at one point, there was the three little bears. Went three little, the family of bears, you know, yeah. from Goldilocks, mm-hmm. right? Um, you see the family of three at one point in the movie. And then later on, they're captured and you only see the father and son. And then, and so I don't really think much of it because it's, like, two seconds of screen time. Yeah. But then later on, when Lord Farquaad was looking over with the mirror and, like, you know, looking at all the <laughs> princesses in his bathroom, like a creep. Yeah. Um, you see a carpet of a bear oh, with a bow. No. And I'm just like, no, they, they did not just do that to her. Yeah. As a kid, I did not notice that. And I watched yeah, that movie numerous times. And then, like, looking at it now, I'm like, that is the darkest thing I've that ever seen. That is so horrible. Because, <laughs> so like, yeah, terrible. of course, you would have absolutely no clue what yeah. was going on. You'd just be like, oh, well, he's a character and he's got a beer on the floor. Yeah. And then now you're going, what? Because what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it's just a carpet. We all have carpets, right? Yeah. And it's just like, oh, wait, no, but these are living creatures, though, that talk, that are sort of humanized, right? Yeah. You just... D got it, and you just killed that person. Yeah, it's and you horrible. Got their flesh on the floor. It's just, it's so weird. I mean, like, I know people do it still in real life, mm-hmm. which is like a, a topic we don't want to breach right Something now. Something else, yeah. yeah. But um, in in the world 
of Shrek. The lore is, um, they're pretty much, they should pretty much have the same rights as humans, mm-hmm. right? They're just different species. So it's basically another, it's like a metaphor for race. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's, that's even worse. Just... <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, um, and then the whole thing with the mirror as well, like how he was forced to, um, you know, help the king and stuff. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. I think even though I know um, the gingerbread man, you know how he gets tortured, right? Yeah. For information. Oh, I love him so he's, much. It's, it's the cutest it's character. It's so funny. And I know he was getting tortured, but I can't help but always laugh at that scene. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Oh, pure entertainment. Yeah. I think oh, just childhood movies are just so good. Mm-hmm. Awesome. But like, I don't know. Maybe it's because we're older now. But if you look at the childhood movies of today's era... I sort of um, are really so different. Oh God, I hate it so much. Yeah, I will be honest. Haven't seen too many of them. I know there's like ones that have been super popular, like Sing. I oh, yeah. saw the first one. Haven't seen the second one. There's a second one. Yeah, oh. <laughs> one came out, and <laughs> I know I, I only know about it because I've got younger cousins, and they go, "Do you want to come see Sing with us?" And I was like, "I didn't even know there was another one." <laughs> I felt super super bad, but um. Yeah, they're completely different. Obviously, that like Sing follows the same musical format, but you wouldn't get a High School Musical nowadays that's as amazing as what that was in its time. Yeah, like obviously now looking back at it, you go, "What?" But right. back then, it's just something so exciting and new. Whereas I feel like most movies nowadays are sort of almost repeating what's happened before, but just in a different way. Yeah, yeah. I know we talked about being stereotypes with high school musical and yeah. it's pretty much yeah. the same as yeah. every other little high school rom-com but yeah i feel like it's all being repeated it's not going to be the same yeah true i don't know we'll let you guys ponder on that for a second while you guys you know try and reminisce as well with just a second um, and we'll be right back
Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that little song you guys had, a little snippet back to childhood. <laughs> Speaking of childhood, though, I feel very much pity for the recent generation. I sure do, too. I feel like they don't get to experience the same. Yeah, and, like, when, they, when we're like, oh, you should watch the movies from when I was younger, and they're like, yeah, but they're so old. And I'm like, I'm not old. Yeah, like, <laughs> we are spring chickens. Yeah. We, we are very young. Not even out of high school yet. Yeah, exactly. But then they're like, oh, it's so bad quality, and it's just like, oh, I don't know. Where's the new TikTok dance? And I'm just like, what? Imagine if we had TikTok back when we were younger. No It way. would just not be the same. I remember having an app on my iPod 4 called <laughs> video star and you could add all these special effects and I would use I used to film my sister in our backyard we'd bounce on the trampoline and we'd just run around in circles and film each other thinking we were making this amazing movie as kids and like if we had TikTok the power that TikTok would hold we we would not be famous at all I'm pretty (laughs) sure we would have been like blocked off the app or something but or you could be one of those legendary memes we, we could be, yeah, like, the ones yeah. of super young kids doing yeah. the most random yeah. things. Or, like, you remember that one meme, or is it a vine? I don't even know. But, like, of that guy um, throwing a pillow, stop it, stop it, and then he hits the light. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, like, the funniest thing, and I can never not watch it without laughing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's so many memories in my head, too, that if only I had videoed them, they would be the funniest things to everyone else. Like, my sister, for example, she was swinging a stick around one day and smashed a light in my nana's house. Oh, God. And no. I can see it in my head so clearly just how funny that would have been if I'd caught it on video. Because oh, my parents weren't there to see it, but every time we tell them, they crack up laughing because yeah. you can just imagine it happening. <laughs> oh, and until maybe last year, it, ha- it must have happened like six seven years ago but until last year the light still wasn't fixed so every really? time i went in there i'd see it and i'd be like my sister did that yeah. one not oh, me that day. <laughs> oh no it was so good but like it's like um maybe do you know one of those dystopian movies where it's like it's just so high in the future that mm-hmm. you can just take a memory out like in the matrix probably take a memory out and you can see it i that would be amazing for technology but i do not yeah. want to live in that day <laughs> or even like inside out with the wee characters in their oh, head yeah, yeah. of joy anger fear disgust yeah. sadness i feel like you if my brain was sorted like that it would just be something else i feel like if my brain was sorted like that the, the remote or the control panel would be broken <laughs> because my mood is whack like they don't know what's going on. Fair sad, enough. sad, sad, disgust out of nowhere. And then hunger. <laughs> Hunger's an emotion Hunger's for me. There all the time. Yeah, all the time. It's it's like the boss of all my emotions. Mm-hmm. And people are like, hunger's not an emotion. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, I was so hungry today. I was telling my maths teacher about it. And he goes, it's okay. You can eat in class. I was like, oh my goodness. Thank you so much. <laughs> I just had to eat so bad. But yeah, it probably rules my head too. It happens. It's like, it's crazy. And I still kind of can't wrap my head around the fact that, like, some people were born in, like, 2019. Oh, don't get me started on that one. Oh, okay. So, at school, how we have our numbers for our email, ours start with 1-8 because we start in 2018. And there's people that start with 2-2, which is wild to me. Yeah, it's just... It's just so silly. And, like, one of my cousins, she had a baby a couple of years ago, and... She was born in 2019, and her younger brother was born at the end of 2020. Oh my 
God. And I, I was just... listening to them and they're starting to talk and I was like, there's no way Wait, you should you're be not talking. allowed to talk. You can't grow up because like, if you grow up, I'm growing up. Yeah, exactly. And my younger cousins who aren't as young anymore, which is so sad, yeah. they're like seven, nine, and 11, I think, maybe 12. <laughs> um, he, All ages. He started high school last year. What? Like as an intermediate to yeah, the high yeah. school because they live in quite a small town. And I was like, I watched you, like, I held you when you were a day old as a baby, and I remember it so clearly, and you're old enough to be going to high school. Oh, my God. I just, it's so crazy. Like, my friend has a younger brother who I don't see very often, but, like, in my head, he's always, like, eight. Yeah, right? they're always and, small. And he's an intermediate now. And I'm That's like, crazy. I'm like, I look at him, and I'm just like, no, you don't, no. Exactly. Don't do that. Don't do that. Or, like, I went to a full primary school going up to year eight. Yeah. And I'm starting to see people who, like, at Otago Girls, starting in year nine this year, who were at primary school with me, but they were, like, year fours and year fives. Right. I look at them and go, there's no way you should be old enough to be here. Right. I was like, I imagine you being about this big and running around in the playground, swinging on the monkey bars. It's so wild. I'm so confused. I just, it shouldn't work that way. No. No, and it's no. Like, no. And it's like, now I can, I understand the older generation. Because oh. we're starting to sound like them. Like, just the beginnings, though. We're, we're, it's not so much now, but, like, later on, like, in a blink, we're going to become, like, 30-year-olds with oh, our own little families. And it's just like, back in my day, <laughs> back in my day, we had Instagram, which we just posted photos. And, and then, this was still the brown color before it turned yeah, into being yeah. pink. And then the new kids are going to just be like, oh, what, so you didn't have holographic phones? Like, what are you talking exactly. about? Instagram and TikTok is going to be the ancient social media, like MySpace. Oh, I, I just feel like it's going to be so weird in the future yeah. when that happens. And they're like, did you ever have an Instagram? And I'll be like... Yeah, it was like everything that I had at the time. Like I, I don't have Snapchat. I, <laughs> Me too. Because it's just not something that, not a trend that I've hopped on. Yeah. Um, but everyone else does, and they all go, "Oh, do you see this person Snapchat me?" And I feel like left out. But in the future, and they're not going to have Snapchat, and aren't going to have a clue what's going on. I just think it's going to be wild. It's it's going to be amazing. Do you know? What I mean? Like, um, I think. Oh, I don't remember. It, there was this one person who, like, basically talked about, was making fun of historians, right? Mm-hmm. And this was historians in the future trying to decode English from today's age, and it's like, or like lyrics from today's age. Yeah. And you know how like the lyrics on songs are just you know, oh, trash. Some and of it's them just are like so weird. Yeah, it's just so weird. And like, or like our language now, like, um, like sus or um, LOL, and then they're just, they're just going to be like, yeah, so... And there's going to be, like, English teachers yeah. now with historians. Like, yeah, the cartoon was read because angry, you know? Yeah, and they're going to be good. like, yeah, this person's talking, and they could be talking about, like, a prostitute or something in a song, right? Yeah. And then the person making fun of the song would be like... Oh yeah, no. This this singer was talking about like this a really educated woman, <laughs> and, oh my you know, God. who was you know like you know worshipped in the olden days. Oh, exactly. And I'm just like, well, to be fair, they probably weren't <laughs> in their own way. <laughs> so funny, yeah. Especially lyrics to songs nowadays. Half the time, you can't even hear what they're saying because they're oh going so fast. Or it's just mumbles. It's just like <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'm a sucker for the songs that come from the 80s and the 60s and just old old songs now that at one time they were all the rage. All the rage. Um, and I think I get that from my parents because both of them love music from back then. So does my sister. Right. But nowadays music's just not the same. 
Yeah. It's like, oh, I love country songs. Yeah. I love pop music. I love good old One Direction and all the <laughs> artists that came out of there. But like, I've never been into rap. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I just, I feel like it's not, doesn't give me the same nostalgic vibe. Oh, yeah, no, rap definitely can't. Well, maybe you can, but it definitely didn't for me. Yeah, maybe for some. I can never, because for me to get the nostalgic vibe, I need the music, because it hits me in the heart, right? And I need the words to resonate with me, which I can't if I can't hear what you're saying. Exactly. (laughs) I'm sort of making, uh, and this is a little mean, but I, and this is probably a personal attack, but like, I hate, I, I really hate the names, the stage names for rappers nowadays. Oh, it's like, oh my goodness. It's always Lil. Lil yeah. something. Like Lil Nas, Lil Dicky, Lil Boy, Lil, Lil Wayne. And yeah. they're all super weird. And it's just like, and they're just like, you sort of have to tilt your head like you're a real person. Like, yeah. They're just so strange. Because like the most out of pocket things. Yeah. And I feel like most artists nowadays as well use a stage name as opposed to their yeah. actual given name. And just, I'm pretty sure you could have chosen something that yeah. made a little bit yeah, more yeah, sense. Yeah. Like, I, I see nothing wrong with having a stage name because oh, you yeah. would like to have a title for your work and you want to keep your personal life separate. I of respect course. that. Um, just what I don't respect is <laughs> what you chose. For exactly. Yeah. Like, Beyonce, when she was younger, was Sasha Fierce. Right. And it was like... Her persona to make her excited to be on stage as opposed to getting a bit of stage fright, which happens to the best of us. And I feel like she was always super inspirational because I'd listen to her and be like, that's Sasha Fierce. She's coming out. She's ready to play. She's the most amazing person. Obviously, Beyonce is one of the most amazing voices in the world. Definitely. Top notch. But then you get something weird like Lil Wayne and you go... You could have chosen something cool like yeah. Sasha Fierce. Yeah, like <laughs> it's it's just yeah. Oh, I don't know. People just choose the wildest things yeah. for me. I also understand that sometimes stage names or like a um, what's it called? I don't know what the other word is, but like basically the same thing. Stage name is very useful because didn't um the author for uh Harry Potter do the same thing? Yeah, because, I'm pretty sure she did. Yeah, writing in a male-dominated field and she had to, you know, put in a fake name out there. Oh, a pin name, right. She had to That's put in her called. pin name um, so then people would think she was a man and her book would... Which is crazy. Yeah, and it worked out. Of course. It's amazing. But it also... That's so crap, like, for her to have to do. Mm. Yeah? Like, it's... Ugh, society needs to do better. Exactly. Honestly. And obviously at the time when the Harry Potter books must have first come out, like writing and producing books in general is a very male dominated world. Yeah. Um, so was the music industry for a long while. And I get it having, obviously you don't want to change to be someone else, but having to do it to get your stuff out there to do what you want to do, what you love. I would do if I had to, obviously okay. nowadays they're way more accepting of women because they're not so much. What's the right word for it? Um, trash <laughs> <laughs> pretty much like yeah. men aren't seen as as superior anymore yeah. um which is great because equality exactly that's what we love I mean, we still have a lot a long way to go oh yeah but of course i think i'm just happy that we're making progress hmm. and no matter how slow it is as long as it is movement right yeah yeah and it's um, important thing yeah and and you know more issues are coming up to the rise that you know 
you know what, I've been suppressed too. And now they're getting like a way to speak. And Mm -hmm. that's one of the positives of social media. Right. Yeah, of course. Um, obviously, we always complain about it corrupting the youth and stuff like that. And it's <laughs> yes. just like, yeah, it, it can be quite trash. Fair enough, I get you. Um, but it's got like really good things about it too, like um, yeah. Black Lives Matter. That oh. wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for social media. It was absolutely huge, and yeah. for months and months and months, that's all you'd see and it's all you'd think about because of it. It really, I believe, although there's a long way to go still, especially in America. Um, it definitely helped bring more awareness to the whole topic itself. Yeah. And obviously I love learning things about that and nobody knows everything that goes on in the world, not every incident's documented and everything that happens, but using one incident that's been so major, it's been super influential for people to like just understand things. Yeah, true. Um, and even just being from New Zealand and listening to people in America talk about it and you go – wow, I'm so thankful for the place I live. Where uh, yeah, New Zealand That doesn't so happen fortunate. anywhere near as often. Obviously, things still go on yeah. and issues happen, but it makes you feel, yeah, really fortunate that you're in a relatively safe place. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever think, though, like, when you get, like, genuine responses that sort of, like, baffle you from America, that I sort of sometimes think that America isn't a real country. <laughs> like, it feels like a movie. Yeah. Like, those overdramatic stereotypes mm-hmm. of, like, forgive me, but, like, the stereotype of a white person, right? Yep. It's like, you know, and it's like, oh, you know, not everyone's like that. And, yes, that is true. But then you see things that come out so often from America, and I'm just like, are you sure you're a real country and mm-hmm. not just, like, this fake country just out there for entertainment? Yeah, like, exactly. I feel like, um, especially on social media as well, America's shown to not have tons of diversity whereas New Zealand's more advertised as being we have people from all the way around the world and welcome I mean we had International Food Festival and that was the best thing ever and I missed it and I wanted to be there so bad because all of the food especially yours that was (laughs) being advertised everywhere was super exciting and I was like oh I have to try some and then I was away so I'll I'll make it for you sometime that sounds perfect (laughs) But yeah, um, no, we do things like that and have our Pacifica and Māori weeks and we've got Matariki, public holiday coming up. And I'm so excited about it because obviously I'm super into Māori things and knowing that it's taken so long to have Matariki as a public holiday and it's finally going to happen is so rewarding. It just feels amazing. Oh, 100%. To finally have it validated as a real holiday, like. Honestly, it's crazy. Like, if I I would give it a round of applause, but I'm busy right now. But yes, it is. Snaps. Snaps. Um, Yeah, so my sister, she did a um, public relations almost speech for the Race Unity Speech Competition a couple of years ago. She did very well in the whole national competition. And one of her main points was about Matariki being a public holiday. And I don't want to say it was her that caused a public holiday, because it wasn't. But having people speak out on different platforms and knowing that it's not just one person that wants to make a change. It's everyone. And yeah. we're all in this together. <laughs> like high school We're all in this together. <laughs> <laughs> and just putting it out there and having your ideas being heard and yeah. actually being acknowledged and 100%. knowing that change can happen. Exactly. It's just having people speak up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. People say it's like um, people like to say, "Oh, it's just me, one person not doing something." Mm-hmm. That shouldn't affect anything. 
But if everyone had that same mentality, nothing would be made. It's exactly. like, um, that is, so I have a lot of arguments with other people, like, about recycling. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, oh, but, like, well, I'm only one person, like, who's not going to put this in the recycling bin. Mm-hmm. But, and, and I'm like, but, like, if everyone thought like that, we would, we're, we'd die sooner. <laughs> we're not getting <laughs> nowhere. Yeah. And it's because of those few individuals that actually help out that we're making the progress mm-hmm. now. Imagine if every single person... In the whole world, we have how many people in the world? Like seven, we seven have billion? Like almost eight billion. Yeah. 7.8, right? 7.8 7. like or something that. billion people. If that many people just recycled, didn't throw their trash in the ocean, just banded together. Save the turtles. Save the turtles, you guys. The turtles are it would It would make. Look at that turtle behind you. Save the turtles. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely you would see the biggest change in knowing that people stand together to make a difference, whether it's making a Matariki public holiday, whether they're starting to recycle, whether it's about the Black Lives Matter yeah. situation in America. That was with the whole world too. Yeah. Um, because of social media. It's everything is being helped by social media as well as I don't know. Things get taken away. You don't talk to people face to face as much anymore. Right. Um, like like we're doing now. Yeah, but, um, exactly. Yeah, definitely. See, I would say more change because you can get the word out about things so much faster. Yeah, and um, it helps a lot with, uh, especially uh, you know nowadays. It's so hard to see each other face to face. COVID really uh, kicked us all in the butt and oh it yeah. was it was like a surprise to all of us it was a shock and it was not something we were prepared for and even though it was such a terrible thing did you notice that when we all went into lockdown we all stopped driving our cars and just stayed in our homes how much cleaner the air was oh how much quieter crazy. it was and how the animals that you know sort of hid away sort of came out again and like sort of the natural order of the world sort of balanced a bit more yeah well one of the things i noticed the most was we where we live um we're kind of like secluded off the road a bit obviously we're near a train track so you can hear trains all the time (laughs) which weren't going as much so everything was quiet all the time it was lovely um but we have a lot of trees around our house and we were all set up in different places um for different zoom calls because we had like four computers going and you'd look out your window and you'd see these three fantails just flying past your window. And they came every single day in the first lockdown. And it felt so special. They still live around our house and we see them all the time. But it was like the first time they all came out and it was so exciting because you were like, oh my God, there's fantails. And it's not something you get to see every day. And what's even more crazy is that I had, oh, I have two cats and they did not touch the fantails. It's like they were treasured which is amazing um but my family has this like I want to say spiritual relationship with fantails and they are always a sort of sign of um like dead people making a reappearance around you which um we have three quite significant people in our family who have passed who we like to think look over us so it's quite cool that it was three fantails and it's three people um so although COVID was a horrible time and everyone hated being at home and everyone was scared you sort of felt that same connection again with yeah. your family and you go, wow. And because I live such a busy life and so does the rest of my family, being able to just sit at home and eat dinner together at the same time yes. every day. So true. It was like peaceful. Yeah, a lot of bad things came out of it. But people tend to overlook 
the good things that mm. came out of it too. Like like you said, the fantails came out. Nature was starting to bloom again. Yeah. And honestly, we got to see our families again. Oh, like it was great. We got to talk to them and just like obviously New Zealand, we were much more fortunate mm-hmm. in our circumstances and other people uh, had it way worse. Um, but yeah, that is also one of the reasons why I love. You know, had doing uh, this radio show, just like talking to people about their lives and um, catching up, catching up, yeah, really. especially um, on the missed time that you might have had from a few years ago, just exactly. a couple of months yeah. not being able to talk to many and, people. Like, reminiscing as well is just—it's yeah. one of my favorite things to do. But like, we we shouldn't do it too much because if we talk, think too much about the past, or if we think too much about the future, we miss the present. Exactly. But that's why it's called the present, right? Because yeah. it's a gift. Oh, this so, is so cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Presence presence in the present, should I say, yeah. is one of those things that's just super important. I am a person who likes to plan a keep, so I tend to look into the future a lot, um, which is really bad because I miss <laughs> out on what's happening now yeah. and looking at the positive things that are going on and just feeling all the emotions, whether it's happiness, whether it's hunger, whether... Yeah. You're a bit sad whether there's too much going on. You feel everything. And that's one of the greatest things about being alive. Yeah, true. And I think that's what we'll leave you with today. Um, Just the reminder to sort of take a step back for a minute and just look around you and notice the things that are going on in the now, in the present. Make sure you don't, you know, miss your gift. (laughs) Sounds about right. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you for having me. I had a very lovely conversation. We went off the rails from High School Musical, but hey, it always happens like this, and it's the best. It was lots of fun. (laughs) Um, Do you have anything else to say before we I think that's about it from me. Just live in the present, make the most of everything that's going on. Have fun. (laughs) Right. thank you so much, guys. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you all for joining me today on Thoughts and Theories. I hope you've learned something new or taken away something to think about. I hope to see you all next time. Till then, this has been Thoughts and Theories with Asha Ama Asri. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.